0: listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Welcome back to the TLCFP. I am Tyler Savayana. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore suavage underscore. No Landon and Caleb this week. The boys are working on some massive projects. Uh, So we've been uh, throwing back and forth some ideas on what we want to do for the off season. Now we do have some draft talk coming up. We're going to have Arrowhead Tom coming on. Um, we're working with a couple of other people. I've also got some former chiefs that will probably be coming on for interviews here uh, in the next coming weeks and months throughout the off season. We'll also of course have uh, coastal Carolina division one football coach, uh, uh, Josh Carraway back on the show uh, per our usual off season get together. Uh, but this week, we decided to do something a little bit different while the boys are out. Uh, and it's banter time, Chiefs Kingdom. We've got longtime friend family at this point, uh, and longtime Broncos fan. You can boom My as heart. much as you can. <laughs> we are joined by Kyle Rickert. Hello, how's it going, Chiefs? What
1: are you a nation kingdom? Chiefs kingdom, kingdom. Right? get it, get kingdom. it right,
0: get it right. We're not riding donkeys out here. Come on now.
1: That's all right. Broncos can't agree <laughs> between Broncos country and Broncos nation. So I don't even know anymore. It,
0: it's let it ride now. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah it's true. let it ride Russ now. They've officially
1: got... branded that one.
0: <laughs> Twitter's Twitter's already put the uh, Bronco head on it and they're ready to roll with it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Man, if anybody knows how to brand it is Russell Wilson. So
0: let that, it ride. That, or... that man's pretty good at it. But you know, so, folks, don't don't blame him too much. He's now living in Oklahoma, understands what it's like to have a winning franchise uh, and be a fan of it and the Oklahoma Sooners. So he joins me. Um, but you can't blame him too much. He was born just outside of Denver. He's going to be a Denver fan. Uh, I remember uh, just, you know, this past season, uh, he put out a big emotional thing on uh, Vaughn Miller as Vaughn Miller leaves uh, and goes and wins a ring with another team um, Kyle how do you feel I, I I imagine you feel really good for Von Miller as he left left Denver and goes and wins himself a ring in, in LA
1: oh yeah man I mean that's basically who I mean most of us were rooting for there's the weirdos that are like oh he forced a trade out of there but I mean for the most part everybody was just I mean I wouldn't have minded the Bengals, you can't hate on the Bengals, but man, it was so cool to see the Rams win and I wish they would have been still in St. Louis, I guess, but (laughs) I'll take, I'll take a win for Vaughn, man. It's just cool to see him succeed. And he's already got the most sacks in Super Bowl history or whatever between those two, which is awesome. So yeah, that was pretty cool. It it was a little consolation prize to the terrible season. We had to separate through once again. So.
0: Of course. And, and, and now you have to feel backstabbed that he's (laughs) taking a six year deal to go to to, he had the opportunity to come back to Denver. There was talks on the table of him coming to Kansas City, which obviously would have been a slap in the face. But I feel like this <laughs> isn't much different from him taking. Obviously, it's a lot of money, and essentially, I believe it's like a three-year deal. They gave him six years, 120 million. Uh, um, it's $52 million guaranteed, but in his first three years, he's guaranteed to make 52 million. They can cut him after three. He'll be uh, 34 at that time or so, but that's, that's got to feel like a little stab in the back to, to go to an AFC uh, Uh. rival now. I mean, not necessarily for you guys, but they're one of the staples in the AFC now.
1: Yeah. To be honest, I was just happy that he didn't go to basically you guys or the Cowboys, even though the Cowboys are NFC. I just, I mean, we all kind of hate the Cowboys. Everybody hates Cowboys. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what, I mean, it seemed like the writing was on the wall, especially when we signed Randy Gregory. And I, I was really confused, especially with all I'm, I don't feel backstabbed, but he signed somewhere else. I feel backstabbed, but he used us in a social media post to drive up his price. <laughs> like He was, like, <laughs> posting all that. He put himself as a Denver Bronco on Twitter again, and he was, like, you know, posting pictures of his locker and all that. And You know, which what should I be 40 or fifty eight back in Mile High? And <laughs> I was, like, getting all pumped up, but. Once I saw that contract he got, it made sense. I mean, we got Randy Gregory and Jones from San Francisco, that, you know, beast of a D tackle we signed. We got both of them for the price that the Bills are paying Vaughn. Mm -hmm. At some point, you know, yeah, it sucks. And I hate that he's going to be in the AFC. And, you know, we could see him in the playoffs if Broncos make it there, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm just glad it's not the Chiefs. I I don't know. I don't think he was ever going to take (laughs) – people were talking about I saw on Twitter Chiefs fans saying he was going to take a discount to play there. I'm going, come on, man
0: delusion but of course well that that (laughs) brings us to the next you you were talking about playoffs the the Broncos we've been saying for really the last couple of years what you know what what are they missing and it really wasn't really wasn't a lot you had Melvin Gordon for a couple of seasons you now have Javante Williams who is an absolute animal your wide receiver room has always been good and your defensive core for the most part has always been strong with and without uh, Von Miller number one does anybody I, I know you're connected you're from Denver does anybody miss Drew Lock? absolutely not <laughs> the, the easiest trade of the entire easiest
1: loss I mean I gotta be honest man I think I talked to you before when we first were texting about the trade Drew Locke and Noah Fant I mean I, I don't want to be harsh but in that trade I mean all the the picks obviously suck. It hurts to lose first rounders. Drew Lock and Fan are a wash to me. I mean, Drew Lock, we really believed in him that first year. You know, that was five whole games, and it looked all right. And then, I mean, he just showed for two years. He's really great at overthrowing the ball, but man, the guy just—I don't think he's—I <laughs> don't know. I I wish him the best in Seattle, but I'm not gonna miss him. And Noah Fan, uh, you know, he could maybe be thinking, focus on throwing the ball a little more, but he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't care about blocking, and oh, I boosh. mean at some point you don't need to care about blocking if you're going to put a Travis Kelsey numbers or whatever, but
0: not everybody's Greg Kittle. I get that, but yeah, I don't know, man. Have, have watching drew lock the last three years um, he he's going off into Seattle. Do you believe now, obviously Pete has to come out and say that he believes that he can win with drew lock because he's got no other choice, but to play drew, do you think the Seahawks should be at play for a guy like Baker Mayfield?
1: That's their best option, honestly. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. They they can talk about how they like Drew Locke all they want, but I mean they've seen game film. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like, yeah, he's got the rock. I mean, it literally we're I just kind of listening to sports radio here. And, you know, I listen to Altitude, 92 uh, 925 back home all the time, you know, podcasts and all that. And basically they're saying it's funny listening to Pete Carroll talks it's like listening to the Broncos coaches for the last two years you're like you know the flashes are there if he can just just put it together and really you know the mental side really, you're like yeah you talk yourself into that all you want guys but it's it's not gonna happen that 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 click I just there's something you can see and people want to you compare him to Joe Burrow I mean everyone in Denver he's got a lot of we call him Drew Locke stands that they want to say that he's just so, you know, he's just waiting. The coaching staff is holding him back. I'm like, look, man, I mean, it had nothing to do with COVID. You know, Burrow's coming in here, going to Super Bowls already with the Bengals. I mean, you know, at some yeah. point you just got it or you don't.
0: Yeah, that's, I've got a, uh, I've got a, uh, he's a boss on another team at, at, at my company and he, he sits right beside me. And so we always get caught up in this. And uh, I was talking with a coworker about, drew lock situation and, and baker mayfield and uh and and the boss joins in and he goes yeah baker mayfield's not better than drew Lock. no i <laughs> what in, in what universe on. yeah in a delusion exactly <laughs> it's the same people i mean but this I, is I, also I, the I, same guy who didn't like peyton manning the only quarterback uh, that's played for denver that he likes is john Elway, uh, which sounds like I, people who are
1: upset that the broncos had peyton manning and then they were getting rid of tim tebow i mean oh, there's delusion and <laughs> that's what's weird though is i mean i get why tebow had the allure i don't get the drew lock the the fandom i don't see where what people see i just i even i can see can't you know missouri people liking him, you know being a mizzou guy but i
0: don't know so so is denver one of the most delusional fan bases in the league uh we we have our we have our fair share i'm not (laughs) gonna lie I can't even fight that one. <laughs> well,
1: it's, it's hard when you got three Hall of Fame quarterbacks now at some point you start to we already had two, now you get a third, you just start to you don't live in reality unless you have one of those guys. So,
0: of course, and, <laughs> and at some point. And so you think it definitely that that Denver won the trade with Seattle. <clears throat> Realistically, yeah. what are you what are your thoughts um going into this season with Russell oh, and beyond this season, he's got two years left on his contract. Um, He'll be 36 by the time it's done. He's still going to be garnering a lot of money. Now he, he broke or tore his hand uh, at the beginning of the season last year. And really over the last, I don't know, four, o- over the last three years, I would say after week, like up until week eight, Russ is cooking. Everybody's on MVP, Russ, yada, yada, yada. And then you get past week eight and he looks like Baker Mayfield with a broken shoulder. (laughs) I get it.
1: No, I mean, it's, there's definitely that little bit of concern. I think a lot of it has to do with, I mean, if we had our old coaching staff, I wouldn't have a lot of faith. If if we had anybody like Shermer, whoever Munchak, any of the, you know, not Munchak, uh, gosh, Musgrave, all, man, we've only been through six offensive coordinators, but with Hackett, I think he knows how to use his guys. And I don't think in Seattle, they really ever really trusted Russ and gave him the keys, which is crazy. Even after 10 years, you know, it made sense early on, you know, you got Marshawn Lynch, you got that defense, you know, let him just play it safe. But later on, I think he really wanted to take the wheels. And I think they kind of let him at the beginning of the year, but then Pete Carroll's obsessed with his, you know, ground and pound, let the D trust the defense, you know, he's that old school football. And I think that has something to do with it. And I'm not worried about the injuries, you know, the only injury of his life. I mean, will see. We had Peyton Manning and people didn't know if he'd ever throw a football again. So, I mean, I think, you know, even just those videos Russ has posted, I think he's going to be all right. But as far as the contract too, like, you know, he goes out and plays. I think they're just basically waiting on a couple good games. And I could see it being an in-season thing next year. I know me and just about every other Broncos fan I've talked to, We've seen what we've seen for the last six years. We'll pay the dude pretty much whatever. I don't think that's, <laughs> that's I don't true. think anyone's gonna I don't think anyone's gonna argue with that. We we've seen what it's like to not have one of those guys. So which is Seattle's about to find mm. out. It's you know, hearing them talk, like I say, it's just like mm. listening to us. You just that's, when you don't have that guy, man, you just don't have that guy. You guys went through it for years before Mahomes got there. You many. Know?
0: Yeah, many, many years <laughs> the guy. Yeah. So with so. that said, why are you guys still coming in third place in the AFC West? this year uh,
1: i mean i can see it i'm honestly i still think the chiefs are the favorite until somebody knocks them off i mean i like i think we'll beat y'all this year but shit we haven't beaten you in what 12 12 games now 13 uh, i've lost yeah, track. some since alex i lost track after 10 i didn't want to think about it anymore <laughs> so i mean yeah all respect i mean until y'all get knocked off i think you know they'll be i still think broncos take second probably get that first wild card spot Chargers will probably be third I can see the Chargers taking third. I think Khalil Mack is a little overrated personally. I think yeah. he's been a name for the last about five years. You know that he just hasn't quite been that guy. Um, I don't know.
0: I do even the do rag- you think you have a legit chance to jump the Chargers with with uh, you know all the uh, obviously their coaches made some poor decisions going forward on but it's also worked out for him quite a bit. We were talking about that um kind of throughout the season and i think the the i mean there is a law of numbers that works out yeah. in in the universe. and so no matter what the numbers will always equal out. they hit hot in the first half of the season, they flattened out in the back half of the season. that's just yeah. that's just kind of how it works. do you think that um he'll be able to make his those those decisions better this year? and that really propels them forward or do you think the chargers will continue to charger and the broncos can capitalize on that with russet at, at, at the helm
1: i was gonna say afc west fans we all know chargers got it's crazy man it doesn't matter who the coach is who the quarterback i mean our whole lives <laughs> all we've watched is i mean how many of those teams of philip rivers went 14 and 2 13 and 3 and just they just charge her man so I mean, I think I'd like to say, you know, talent on paper, it looks like they should be second, but I just got to say, Charger's going to charge her somehow. And I have no logical reason for that. It's just, <laughs> it's just in my guts as a, as a longtime fan. I just, I feel like they're still going to be a good team, but in the end of the day, they'll, you know, they'll make the wild card and lose again, probably. That's how it's
0: worked. If they even make it, they may lose yeah, to the Raiders yeah. again.
1: The way this, the way this division goes, yeah, I can totally see the Raiders. I mean, Josh McDaniels actually figures his S out. I mean, we'll see
0: um so you you were asking me earlier how do we feel about the tyree trade i think it's a little bit of uh, it's it's emotional i think we obviously it, he came in for the fifth round a lot of fans defended him there's a lot of things that that went on and i'm actually privy to a little bit of the behind the scenes information that uh i'm not able to give out unfortunately um but i i emotionally like that hurts i he's a generational type talent that's like um that to uh demetrius thomas yeah demarius thomas Demary. demarius i don't know why i think demetrius <laughs> every peace. time rest in peace demarius but that's like demarius he's a generational talent you lose him and it and it hurts right
1: right absolutely
0: so but then again you just traded away a fifth round pick for five more picks and the way that the no, receivers sure. are looking right now i mean you're getting a justin jefferson in the First round, you're getting a DK in the second or th- second day, like it. I mean, there's just we're we're seeing the NFL revert to college rules, are we not?
1: Oh, 100%, man. And I mean, just draft picks and it, what I think is interesting about you guys though is that everybody else is going in the FM picks category, like the Rams, yep. and it felt like the Chiefs went the opposite way this year, which is interesting to me. But you're totally right. I mean, at the end of the day. I mean, they're probably, y'all are going to win that trade. I mean, even if a couple of those picks work out and the rest are busts, I mean, Tyreek's probably got, you know, looking at a fast guy, two to three more years of, you know, being really productive and paying him, what, what are they, 30 million? 30 a year. Yeah. I mean, it was rough paying. The Broncos are the only team that won a Super Bowl with, you know, they were paying Demarius, and that was like 16, which seemed crazy at the time, you know, and that was only six years ago. I mean, it makes sense for you guys with that, especially with the Mahomes contract kicking in even more. I mean, of course, it's just going to be interesting to see if, you know, Kelsey can still get the numbers he can and the other guys can fill in. I mean, y'all are still going to put up points, but it's a matter, of, you know, is he really going to be that big of a loss? I'm really interested to see. I think you're going to win the trade in the end, but
0: this I year think will be it, interesting. Yeah, I think it'll take a couple years to get there. It, it's a hard loss. You can't really replicate what he's done, a minimum of six touchdowns, each season for his first 6 years. He's right. only 28, so realistically his contract goes until he's 32. We've been seeing in every sport there is that that the age is starting to go longer and longer as people as as new science comes out, as new um diets come out and people can take care of their bodies better. And realistically, he's, you know, everybody says speed speed speed. He could be the 20th fastest guy out there. But he's got Devontae Adams level routes. Now he's not he's obviously not a better receiver or a better route runner than Devontae Adams, but he's one of the best route runners in the league with a 40-inch vertical that can be double covered and still rip it regardless.
1: Athletic freak, yeah. So it's
0: gonna be it's gonna be hard to replace him. I think it's possible. Um it it really does hurt just it's like multiple
1: guys at some point, you know, like you gotta hope (laughs) that. juju and somebody are going to be able to make up for his you know one right (laughs) and even special teams i mean man just the contribution generally had to the team
0: nuts and so that leads to you know how do you feel that the chiefs uh have or what do you feel how do you feel about the moves the chiefs have made this offseason uh after losing tyreek they they brought in a bunch of picks they can rebuild the awful defense that we've had bring in Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Juju Smith-Schuster. We still have McColl, who has been steadily progressing each season, even though Chiefs Kingdom hates him for some reason. You put in Rojo uh, yeah, in the he's, backfield. He's, he's
1: your Jerry Judy. He, just, he hasn't <laughs> done enough for you yet. Hasn't put up 10 touchdowns. So.
0: I mean, he really hasn't been given the option either, but yeah, you know, what, sure. are, what are you thinking of uh, of the Chiefs' offseason moves so far?
1: I mean, to be blunt, man, I, y'all are the only ones in the AFC West that didn't improve in my opinion. I mean, you didn't, I mean, you still have the best quarterback by far, which puts you, like I say, you know, until somebody knocks you guys off, I still think you're the best team, which is wild when the other three got markedly better, you know. Yes. But I think I wouldn't say you guys are going to lose as much from Tyreek, but I mean, it's, I could see them being the wild card and I could see the Broncos sneaking away or the Chargers sneaking away the AFC West. I don't think it's going to happen, like I say, maybe this year. But at the same time, Tyreek is more of a short term, and you're right with those picks. I mean, it does open up some more for the future. And I mean, if they can if they can hit on a couple of those picks and get some more weapons for him or fill a couple of those holes, the defense is the real question too. We'll see if Reed, you know, if Reed can be better, you know, or even just equal to what you know uh, Honey Badger was for you guys. It's going to be interesting. But
0: well, there's Reed, and then there's. Deion Bush, who um, I I a, lot of, Bush, yeah. a lot of GMs are saying should have been a starter back for the Bears and that they were really upset that their teams couldn't go out and get him or didn't go out and get them. Right. Um, now we, we did see today that Patrick Peterson decided to go back to the Vikings. Uh, Chiefs were one of his small or uh, one of his market teams that he was thinking about going to. Uh, we're still in the works for a couple different corners, Gilly lock. Um, there's Bradbury out of uh, New York um and then obviously we've got our two solidified linebackers um with bobby wagner still out there looking to bring in 11 million which anybody huh. can really use bobby and this yeah it's been so
1: many weeks now i'm like god knows at this point where he's going <laughs> i mean he's
0: he's already officially turned down the cowboys Okay. He, did have, he did have a visit with them a few days ago. The information's come Jerry out today. Cherry Jones can't get a win this year, man. Cherry Jones can't get a win at all. That man needs to just <laughs> roll over and let the GM position go.
1: Yeah. Any team that got crushed by that Broncos team last year deserves to just go away anyway. So that's on man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, here's some uh, questions from Twitter for you. This one comes from at Drew Porter Net. Um, who on the Broncos has a small name but you expect to have the biggest impact of the season? So,
1: funny you say small name because he's not known, but his name is actually humongous and terrible to say, but it's Albert El-Quaibinom, the, okay. uh, the tight end, which I think you all are familiar with. Most of you should be, you know, the Mizzou guy. Um, he never – when he gets it going, I, I, I genuinely think he was better than Drew – Drew Fant, Jeez, Noah Fant uh stuff I saw from him the guy he's not the greatest blocker but he actually gave an effort he's a he's a little bit bigger a little bit more physical and I just think on the receiving end I think granted it's going to be interesting because Russ doesn't really use tight ends everyone's so worried about the Broncos tight end room I'm like Russ doesn't use him anyways but I think of anybody that's going to have a big impact it could be him or maybe Caden Stearns at safety if they end up starting him if they don't bring back Kareem Jackson I think a lot of people are sleeping on him from out of Texas he was a really Pretty solid role player last year as a rookie, and I could see him stepping in with Justin Simmons and being, you know, pretty stout on that defense. So,
0: cool. That's a that's a good that's a good shout. I think everybody's realistic. I'm in a fantasy couple of or a dynasty leagues. Everybody's already gone out and picked him up um expecting yeah. him to have a pretty big season so
1: yeah actually um, I accidentally had him last year my buddy texted me he's like you got
0: Alberto?" i was like oh
1: yeah i forgot <laughs> but that's awesome it's kind of just there because i didn't have anybody else but yeah, right he on, goes man. on
0: the he goes on the taxi squad and hold him over until you can't i did yeah. the same thing with noah gray yeah <laughs> um also coming from twitter who scares you the most in the division uh in the afc west out of all the offseason moves that have been made knowing that the new coaches are there um th- i mean the the raiders bringing in Devontae, the chargers bringing in some of their so- uh, solid defense uh defensive players that they've brought in coaching uh young and getting better uh the chiefs obviously sitting where they are now with more moves to come uh trading up trading four players uh, i know scary terry dk and all them are you know there's quite a lavishka chenault is is in the mix for trades uh but right now seeing where the teams are who is who scares you uh uh the most
1: it's it's real close between the chiefs and the chargers but i guess i just think just based off of the moves this year i'd have to go chargers just based on it seems like they've gotten better and the chiefs have regressed but it's real close i mean On paper, too, the Raiders have almost gotten as good, but as a Broncos fan, I can't ever say Josh McDaniel's team is going to be good, so I just see that crashing and burning just right off, yeah, F
0: that guy, so. Well, and his quarterback uh, isn't that good. No,
1: that's he's the worst quarterback, and he's good, but he's the worst quarterback in the division, which is crazy, but. Yeah, no, I, I have to go chargers just I mean that defense is going to be scary, even if you know Mac isn't I don't think Mac is not the world beater that people say he is I don't even think he's what Von Miller is at this point. But with Joey Bosa combination, I mean, I, that's why I've been really waiting to see who the Broncos got a right tackle and hopefully Billy Turner, you know, seals it up like he did pretty well in Green Bay last year but yeah I would go chargers
0: do you think that uh Derek Carr's brother David Carr should be fired from his analyst job for constantly picking Der- Derek Carr to win the MVP and the Raiders to win the Super Bowl every year
1: yes absolutely actually <laughs> that's, that's, that's just disgusting honestly at some point didn't that guy the news guy got fired you know from wherever because he was helping the creepy governor in New York it's exactly now. same thing <laughs> conflict of interest here Cut it,
0: it out, man. It should be. I mean, that guy has some of the worst takes, and at some point, it's got to give. You can't pick him every right. single year while he right. continues to miss the playoffs or lose. I still in the get wild paid game. for that too. I, oh, no, paid well. And you weren't even good in the league. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like
1: Dan Orlovsky over there.
0: Well, so so another couple questions. If uh, if the Chiefs are to roll out onto the field as is right now. Who are you buying and selling in fantasy? You're a big fantasy guy, just like me. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling, buy or sell? Sell. Ooh, interesting. I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I'm not a big fan. I just of the don't industry. believe
1: in him. Yeah, can do uh, with the that
0: much, you know. Juju Smith Schuster.
1: Sell. I think really. He's, I think he's overrated too. We'll see. I can.
0: I mean, I'd his quarterback in- was Big Ben.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I think he could have a career of revitalization, but I'm gonna have to see it first. I don't know. He seems a little too obsessed with the, the TikTok and the off-field. He seems a little... He not said right.
0: he said he's done with TikTok for the season. He's not doing uh, okay. TikTok this season.
1: Jackson Mahomes must have been crushed, very crushed. <laughs> <No> uh, Labs.
0: McCole <laughs> Hardman.
1: <sighs> I I'll go I'll go by this year. I, I think I mean somebody's got to step into that top receiver role. He's got the talent,
0: man. I
1: don't know. He's we'll he's going to be
0: do it. right now before camp. He's the number two receiver. He's, he's over MVS. He's over uh some of the Coleman, some of the other guys we brought in until we hit the draft. He's sitting at number yeah. two.
1: Unless, yeah. Unless you guys get somebody in that first, second round. they really, yeah. Uh, I
0: think he what can about, put
1: up numbers. What about Travis? Until I see not. Yeah. He's still going to put up. I mean, he's still going to be that safety
0: blanket. Of course. He's going he to have to legitimately go for like 1700 yards this year
1: yeah oh for sure i could see him being the whole thing unless somehow i mean they just double triple team him every play because the receivers are just you know provide no threat but you know that's gonna be pretty hard so guy's still gonna get his numbers
0: gosh an interesting one here i'm gonna give them to you both let me know what you're who, who you buy and sell obviously clyde has been in kansas city for a couple years now and Kansas City has just brought in Ronald Jones out of Tampa Bay. Who are you buying and selling out of those two?
1: I can sell both. Fumble machines on both ends. Really? <laughs> I, I would, like Ronald I, Jones and my fantasy team like every two times a year or so. But.
0: <laughs> I think for me, I buy Rojo. Um, he's I think he's going to win out that backfield position to be uh, the number one overall back there um I, I think we're gonna see a revitalized like 2019 uh or 2020 whatever year it was where he rushed for a thousand nearly a thousand yards and he still had who's that Leonard Fournette on his heels yeah getting touches true. as well that's
1: true that's true man I mean mm-hmm. and he was stuck with uh, with, uh James's first couple of years and I don't even was he drafted by uh dirt Cutter or whoever that idiot was before Arians I think so yeah he was so, I mean you know yeah, in the Tampa Bay, uh, you know, that world before Tom Brady was not a very fostering football environment. So, I mean, I can, the dude's talented. Like I said, he's 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 helped me a couple of times. So, you kind of talked me into it. I guess I could buy on, I think he'll definitely be the starter. <laughs> Hilaire, though, man. I don't know about him.
0: Yeah, he's it, it's iffy. I, I, not, not nobody's a real big fan of him as of late. Yeah,
1: really. I, yeah, he came out with the bang kind of that rookie year and then did seems like he's sort um, of fallen off and been injured and.
0: But injured, and I think Andy, or whoever the OC is it, with enemy, somebody is losing faith in his abilities. Yeah. Um, fantasy football for Denver. Obviously, Cortland Sutton is, is the number one on that team, has been for a while now. He has been injury prone, um, and when things aren't going his way, we've seen him completely give up on the field. Not going to ask you buy or sell, because you obviously buy Cortland Sutton, especially with – Russell Wilson would you buy him in the first round uh for for a startup league
1: Uh, that's risky because I think Russ might spread the ball around a lot I'm a big uh, Tim Patrick believer uh me too and and speaking of dynasty yeah he's been I've been stashing him for a while so I think with the right quarterback he's you know I think he's going to put up some big numbers, and even if Cortland, I don't think it's necessarily going to be because Cortland has a bad year. I just think it's going to be. I don't know if any of them are going to be worth a first round, especially if Jerry Judy can actually become that first round pick and really be. A, you know, somebody can find him from like Drew Lock's inability to find Jerry Judy on the field at any moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they're going to spread that ball out, especially with Albert O. I think he's going to break out. I just think if everybody actually shows up, it's nobody's going to be worth a first round pick. They're all going to be later rounds.
0: Yeah. I'm a big Tim Patrick believer. I really like him. I had to miss out on him um, in my draft, and uh, and that was that sucked. That really sucked. He's good, man. He's good. You know what? We were Chiefs' kingdom was vehemently upset that he signed a deal because we were for sure if he was going to walk out of that building, he was coming to Kansas City. Throw money at him, yeah. He was coming to Kansas City. That guy is good.
1: I saw him his first uh, when he's undrafted his first training camp and I was like man that dude's big I was like he's just seen, he just seemed athletic kind of like an athletic freak and I thought if he got a shot he'd be pretty you know, I mean he made guys like I think it was Keenum his first year and I was like he you know he got a couple good catches with Keenum so
0: yeah yeah now I I would say I I would go as far to say Javante Williams should be maybe a top seven back. If you're going to take Agreed. backs, maybe even top five. Now, with Denver's luck, he's going to go down in the first four weeks for the rest yep. of the season. Uh, yep. I was I was thinking about the other day, and, and with Melvin Gordon gone, they've got zero backup for Javante. But as much as he can run the ball very well and catch out of the backfield, um, he's going to be a favorite, favorite target of Russ. But Russ has a history – of just screwing over his running backs because they all get injured or they all blow it on a big play because the backs don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: there's definitely a long history of that. Super Bowls and everything.
0: Chris Carson's about to have his best season ever because Russ left and he's no longer cursed. I can see that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that when they were talking about that with him the other day. Didn't he just sign a new
0: deal there too? Uh, Carson, I don't believe so. I think he, I think he signed like a couple years ago. Okay.
1: But yeah, no, I can, I can see that. I don't know. Javante will probably get hurt. People are sleeping on Mike Boone in Denver though. I I think a lot of people, he he showed up in training camp. And uh, honestly, I think even in the plays when he was in Minnesota, that's, you know, where he's kind of a George Payton guy, we brought him in. He got hurt, but I think he could take a lot of carries, you know, keep it off Javante. Javante is worn out and, honestly it really depends on if melvin gordon's coming back too because he's still sitting on that market and every day he sits on that market that price keeps driving down oh of course so and they did say last week at the or i guess this week in the meetings that uh they're still trying to bring and dream jackson back so i i think It'd the backfield will be all right but yeah where do
0: you where do you think the denver broncos end up uh record wise at the end of the season they've obviously got to play kansas city uh la and las vegas two times home and away you've also got at Houston, at Indy, at Arizona. Or no, excuse me. These are all home games. So you've got Houston at mm-hmm. home, Indy at home, Cardinals at home, uh yeah, the 49ers home at home. For the most part. But Besides I mean you're Niners. you're running in you're running into some hard ones. I mean, Arizona's a tough game. Uh Indy could be a very tough game, depending on how well. Yeah, Matt um you've got at the Rams, you've got at Tennessee um Russ is going to get to go home in Seattle and play a game. You've got Baltimore. I mean, other than that, it feels like it really does feel like a fairly difficult schedule for a team that ended in fourth place.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not the easiest last place schedule ever, but that's what happens when you got to play the NFC West, but no I think I mean, I see I've looked at it, I thought, I mean, I I'm, I'm probably thinking about 11 and 6 or so. Really? I think that's realistic, maybe ten and seven, depending on how things go. Worst Making case scenario,
0: them.
1: eight, nine. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> Do you think the AFC West pulls out three teams to go to the uh to the playoffs?
1: Oh yeah. I think no question. There's gonna be two wild cards in a, I mean, unless they it's the Broncos each team is really interesting. The Broncos it depends on if, you know, how does Russ mesh and every single one our coordinator and our head coach are all brand new at those positions. So You know, Russ can fill a quarterback and fill a lot of woes, as we've seen. But, you know, you guys have the quarterback and the coach that, you know, been doing it for a long ass time. And, you know, so it's really going to depend on how the Broncos Joe, how Josh McDaniels actually keeps that thing together in Las Vegas. And if the Chargers don't charge her out, I mean, God, what a year. It's just it's so crazy to think about. But. It's just going to be a bloodbath. I mean, I think everybody in the division is going to end up going, you know, three and three. At some point. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to have an upper hand. It's going to be wild. So. I mean,
0: how ridiculous is it that the AFC West and and you were talking about f those picks? I mean, now we do know that the the league likes to imitate whoever wins the Super Bowl. So Chiefs win the Super Bowl and everybody goes out and gets fast guys. You've got DK comes in. Um, uh, Henry Ruggs and comes in, Judy out. comes yeah, in. He did
1: Hamler and Judy that year, you know, I, a couple years every, ago.
0: you know, now, now we're at, uh, uh, we were at Tampa Bay and they were like, oh, okay, bring in free agents. And then the, the Rams win this year and everybody's like, okay, we go all in for vets, not just yep. free agency. We go for the trades as well. So we, we see it imitate the Super Bowl winner every year. Why? Number one, why? Or how, I guess, has the AFC West been able to do this?
1: I think it's like the prime example of that copycat league to the max in our own division. I mean, it was like I think when Russ Amplified like by ten. Yeah. I think when Russ went to the Broncos, it sparked a freaking fire under everyone's ass and said, All right, I mean, we're already everybody spent the last three, four years trying to catch up with the chiefs. And now it was like, well, shit. Now we got, you know, Russ too. (laughs) Herbert's, you know, showed up on the stage cars there. I mean, the Raiders aren't messing around either. They got Vegas money. They're not messing around. I think Russ was the big topple. And everybody just said, all right, we're getting corners. We're getting tackles. We're getting everybody. We can get defense (laughs) pass rushers. It's, I was looking at my buddy. I'm like, does anybody else in the league know they can sign free agents? (laughs) Is anybody it, was, else informed? it was ridiculous
0: like, at one point.
1: The NFC aware of any, even like just the AFC in general, man. I'm like, and they're talking about Brady going to the
0: Dolphins. I'm like, what? Oh, I know. And the rumors are still <laughs> there. Like it's still yeah. possible. How does this speak Weird. to the ineptitude of the AFC North or excuse <laughs> me, the AFC East? Uh, and and how bad? like, well, yeah, that's true. But I mean, with Brady in new England for 20 years, the jets, the bills, the Dolphins, did absolutely nothing and i know uh, obviously 20 years ago or more than 20 years ago now um th- like the league is in a totally different place where players can move around trades are a little bit more open um players are willing to hit free agency instead of take that deal every time it's offered how the hell are you that dumb <laughs> <laughs> right like how are you that bad for so long
1: it's crazy that it took that long which it almost like it tarnishes the uh like the legacy of brady i mean no disrespect. I mean, they're the greatest dynasty, obviously, of our lifetimes, maybe in NFL history. But at some point, you're like, could none of those guys at one point really put together? I mean, what the Rex Ryan Jets was the best that that entire division could ever put together. And like, look at, I mean, even yeah, like we talked about Peyton. You know, those four years he was in Denver. I mean, AFC West was pretty weak, but it was nothing like Brady ever had in the AFC East. I mean, the Chiefs still with Alex Smith. As soon as Andy Reid got there, I mean, y'all were with that year uh, that first or second year with Peyton, i think you guys were we were about 12 and zero or whatever mm-hmm. by the time we played first i mean it's it's nuts i mean it was never that bad it's just that entire how could none of you get better <laughs>
0: it, it just I think tarnishes only... the patriots a little bit for me for sure <laughs> i no, i think it definitely does and uh, i mean that's one of the reasons i think they were able to make so many Playoff appearances and then Super Bowls on top of that. Yeah, they never had real competition until later six, in the season.
1: Six easy games, if not, I mean, four at the bare minimum, if not six every year. Just cake injuries games and schedule, fatigue. Guaranteed.
0: Yeah, yeah, injuries yeah. and fatigue go out the window. You don't really yeah. have to worry about that because you know you're going to get a couple other cupcakes on the schedule as well. Um, and even the top teams that they had to play weren't always that great. Uh, I, I think we've only ever seen two weaker divisions. Uh, for even a shorter time uh, than Brady was, was there for 20 years. You had the AFC yeah. South, which was awful for a really long time. They put up yeah. uh, one of the worst division winners into the playoffs for a long time, which, uh, which was Houston at like eight wins. I think they yeah. went eight and seven and uh, everybody was up in arms about that. And then you have the NFC least uh, currently, which is just, which is just awful. But even then, I don't think they compare to how awful the Jets they no, ball- none of them will the be ball. that
1: bad for that long.
0: <laughs> um wrapping up here, couple more things. Rank me the AFC West quarterbacks from fourth to first.
1: Man, I've done this so many times in my head. It's I mean, four's car, one Has in homes. Be. It's yeah, it's the two and three that's the big debate for everybody. I mean, personally, obviously I'm biased. I gotta go two. I understand why people say Herbert. Like, if I'm starting a franchise, I'm not even going to lie. Maybe I'd say I'd want Herbert over him.
0: I think you'd have to broncher. if you're starting a franchise because you're younger. I, I think sure. that's it's the only reason a, why. That's
1: where the, where the twist in that argument is for people. But people, you I, know, just, overall, I just want to like know obviously, today. Yeah, today, like today I would put Russ too. Absolutely. I would put Russ too. And maybe that's my bias, but I think that what, it's not even a question that Russ is number two.
0: What puts Russ over Herbert?
1: Super Bowl playoff experience, prior success, most wins, first year, first ten years as a quarterback. I mean, just been there, done that. I mean, Herbert's put up, you know, looked amazing, and the guy's got a freaking rocket arm. But what has he done yet? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Haven't even been to the playoffs. Little well, one won a playoff I, game.
0: That's true. I would say, but isn't that more indicative on his team than it is on on him? Because the sure. same thing could be said for Russell over the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, well, what two years that he hasn't made the playoffs, something like that. So. That, and now that, those teams were absolute garbage compared to what Herbert's had as well. That's true. I mean, you're not wrong. that Chargers team was pretty stacked last year. And all they had to do was beat the freaking Raiders or tie them. They couldn't even do that. So Russ had a, the last two, three years there in Seattle, it was bad. That defense was a paper. And look, I mean, look at what they traded for Jamal Adams. I mean, that franchise is a joke. They traded basically what we traded for Russ for a freaking safety, <laughs> a box safety. I mean, that place is a, they chose a 70 year old man to rebuild with over a I I mean, I don't I got nothing to say for those people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No help for you. Enjoy Drew Locke.
0: (laughs) Well, give me, give me a couple of your hottest takes for the Broncos, AFC West, AFC, NFC, NFL as a total. Give me, give me a couple of your hottest takes that you truly believe deep down. God, I'm so bad at hot takes.
1: I think I don't think the Patriots are going to be very good at all. I think Mac Jones is going to have a sophomore slump if he was even that good. I think he was kind of hiding under a safe Belichick system. Yes. I think the Dolphins are going to be I mean, a lot of people are hyping him up, but I think I think that might actually work with Mike McDaniel. So that's going to be a really interesting. I kind of believe in Tua more than a lot of people still.
0: That's uh, interesting. So you lies. think Tua you think two is going to be good this year?
1: I wouldn't say good. I just think you have that much, that much talent around you. And he's not as bad. I think people are really, really dunking on the dude when he's hasn't been as bad and he's been hurt a lot. If he can stay healthy and that, that hip is the crazy thing, man. Hips are kind of like backs, you know, it's like when you lose that, I don't especially for a quarterback, I don't know, but shoot, Miami should just trade for Baker. Maybe that's the low key move they're they're working on.
0: Might be shoot.
1: (laughs) That's my biggest hot take. I think, the Browns are going to deeply regret Deshaun Watson, which maybe that's not even a hot take. I mean, a lot of people, that's a hot button issue in general. But
0: is that? Do you think it, they're going to regret it for this season alone, or do you think they're going to regret it over the lifetime of that 230 longer, guaranteed contract? Yeah,
1: I think Deshaun's good, but I don't think he's. I don't. I think at best he'd be the fifth best quarterback in the league in his prime, and dude didn't play for a year. I just. I think they're going to look back and go,
0: maybe we should have you know, given Baker another year or two. I don't know. I mean, he did throw for over four thousand yards with his number one receiving number one receiver being Will Fuller, who played half a season.
1: Yeah. That well, that's the thing. Like who, what are the Browns gonna
0: put around him? If, if he was they've if got he Amari Cooper and they've on, like, got he's talented. Amari Cooper, yeah. David Njoku, Nick Chubb.
1: Uh yeah, they that backfield is legit. I'll give him that. But doesn't it, is it uh not Chubb, but uh,
0: I'm like, is Hunt still there for another year or two? Uh, I think Hunt is is still under contract. For I was about to years. say
1: Duke Johnson wants had, but I was thinking Hunt. Yeah, Hunt's, So if they can,
0: I mean, I realistically, they just need to bring in one more receiver, and they'll be kind of set at the receiver position. I mean, they've got a top ten uh, in Amari Cooper. That's I that's think Amari's always
1: been overrated, honestly, from the Raiders days, from the Cowboys days.
0: Man's had a thousand yards pretty much every I know, year I just, and it's been it's just with like, it's it doesn't matter who the quarterback like he's he is i would say the equivalent but better than alan robinson who has had a thousand yards every year no matter fair. who his quarterback is
1: i don't know what it is man i just got something in my head about him and i just he's <laughs> like one of those guys that just he kind of puts it you just he's there and he puts up numbers but i'm just like he doesn't just make a difference to me i don't know why and i just think browns are kind of like the chargers they're just going to brown themselves out of it Nick Chubb's probably got two, three more years of being solid, and he's going to fall off like every running back ever. I don't know. I just think it's it's just crazy that they did the guaranteed money, which I get it was a desperation move because you got to keep once Baker was gone. But.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I think that's ridiculous. A lot of the GMs and, and coaches are mad that he's the first person to get a fully guaranteed contract, which the yeah. way they structured it, very smart, but also that's not a guy you give a fully guaranteed contract. Yeah. To
1: that's the only this st- the only other stupidest move would be either the falcons taking on that dead money from matt ryan or the colts believing in him to be the, some sort of savior <laughs> i just if i'm a falcons fan man i mean so i'm a i don't i've basically given up on baseball as a I now mean, former rockies fan as i like to say because they traded the cardinals nolan Arenado and just basically handed him 50 million and so here take the best third baseman in baseball which in my opinion worst worst trade ever in sports and that's basically low-key what the falcons did nobody's really talking about it they just threw what is it 30 million in dead cap out the window 30 them.
0: 38 i believe or 30, yeah, like that. that's
1: like almost 40 in dead money i mean the most ever From i mean they could have traded him last year for like a first round pick and they waited till now and then they bring in Mariota. i just that's got to be the worst i mean under the radar worst move of the entire offseason nobody's i don't think really giving enough credit to how it's, horrible
0: it is it's not a good move <laughs> it's just uh it it doesn't bring in views and clicks man you can't talk about it yeah it ain't it ain't a money mover no
1: <laughs> yeah i guess that's true
0: oh, man well kyle where can the people find you i know uh, i know you're not big on twitter uh I, yeah. I did take a look at your profile last tweet was in 2016 Oh, maybe you haven't.
1: You, you don't <laughs> oh. follow my real Twitter then.
0: Oh, we've got a new ooh. Twitter. What is that Twitter for the people? Oh,
1: it's not a new Twitter, my friend. Oh. Mile High Kyle 27. Chiefs fans, none of you will want to follow me. I promise you. But, uh, yeah, me and uh, Broncos Twitter run strong on there. So,
0: mile I had no idea. I didn't Kyle. think
1: you were on Twitter. Yeah, Mile High Kyle
0: 27.
1: Uh, I see you At right mile there. Mile High Kyle 27. So, picture of Nathan McKinnon flipping the bird.
0: So all of you Chiefs fans listening to this, I don't care if you go follow him, but make sure to take any of his hot takes, uh, save it, and then make sure to tweet at him throughout the season and beyond at how much the Broncos Absolutely. suck. Absolutely.
1: I welcome it. I, Bring have, it I all have a couple on. of Chiefs fans, I'm sure, maybe some of your listeners I've interacted with, I'm sure at one point or another, probably in a drunken rage, but hey, it's been a rough six years. so uh, It has no, been, and it'll continue to be rough. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah, we'll see buddy well, all right well, we're, go, back. Go all we're back that's all i gotta say at uh at mile high kyle 27 uh you're active on instagram as well do you want to plug that
1: it's basically just pictures of my uh, twin boys so if you like cute pictures of a twin 14 month old little guys running around uh it's just uh my name i think it's just at kyle rickert k-y-l-e-r-i-c-k-e-r-t so
0: and sob get stories warmer. about von miller
1: yeah a couple sob stories about von <laughs> if you want to see me sad after broncos loss, i'll probably see some something there and get a good laugh so
0: man well kyle it has been great having you on as a as a family member as mine basically man we've known each other forever uh the chiefs man
1: i could have kept disrespectful with so that's that's true that's true <laughs> next
0: time it will be more disrespect i will bring all Absolutely. the banter Anything Once we start say, winning
1: some games, I'll have some ground to talk on. This will be a whole new game. Hey,
0: again, so. Maybe we'll just bring you on mid-season, see how much we can get into. Here we go.
1: I'll have the power again. I'm, I'm still a bit of a defeated <laughs> man. I'm still trying to get back in a competitive shape. So. Of course. Smack what, talk will be back, my friend.
0: What do you want to leave Chiefs' kingdom with?
1: Go Broncos. Let's ride. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, thanks, everybody, for joining. I am Tyler Savatianaya. You can follow me at on Twitter, at underscore swavage underscore. Uh, and as always... Go cheats.